for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Remember focus. We're talking about in 2022, the power of kingdom focus for success. Amen. Open your Bible with me to the book of Luke chapter 10. Now, we're going to get to where I'm going today, but I may take a couple side journeys uh, because we're going to talk about focus and uh, not being distracted. Uh, We're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word will fall on good ground today. People's lives will be changed. And Father, we want to ignite a passion for Christ, and we want to restore and revive compassion for your people. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Today I'm going to be talking about, we want to focus on, we want to ignite or reignite the passion for Christ. Having a passion for Christ. And we want to restore and revive compassion for people. I think both of them have been lost from uh, 2019 to 2022. There's a great divide. The enemy have came in and divided, number one, the race. He divided white and black. Number two, he divided the scientists. Number three, he divided the doctors. Number four, he divided the media. CNN against Fox. Come on. He divided the government, Democrats against the Republicans. He divided the schools. And he tried, and he made a run at it, to divide the church. See, there's a rim now, I I can't explain it to you. Wish you could, but I can't. Where God is allowing me to see some things broader than just individuals. As a big, big picture, he causes me to look over like, your faults and looking into what the enemy is doing behind the scenes. So here how you and I, Dick and James, fighting each other. And we'll think I'm against you and you against me. Here how Pastor Gwen, he don't have us doing that. We're way wiser than that now. See, if he could, he'd have us at each other's throat. So it's really not us, it's him behind it. See, but you don't know these things until you start to develop that passion again for Christ. Amen. And if you don't have passion for him, it's no way you're going to have compassion for people. That's why you see now most church, we're not dealing with people now. We're not trying to help people now. Come on, we're all about now. It's us now. Come on, somebody. Amen. God wants to reunite or ignite the passion for Christ. Amen. And he wants to revive or restore compassion for people. Amen, somebody. So I want you to see this today. We have been divided. And the enemy is behind the scene. And we at each other's throat. Are you hearing me? One thing, yet the kingdom of God is still thriving. Through all of this, come on somebody, the kingdom of God is still with power and authority. Amen. So no matter where I look, doesn't matter what I face, I got a revelation that the kingdom of God is still thriving. They still have power and authority. And I'm a part of the kingdom of God. Are you listening to me? So earthly affairs don't move me. Don't stop me. Because I've been raised up and seated with Christ in heavenly places. 
in Christ Jesus. See, that's where you are spiritually. Are you listening to me? So my focus has to be on, I want to ignite this passion for Christ. Or reignite. And also I want to restore, we need to restore and revive our compassion for people. That's why we have not been reaching out to people. Because we don't have any passion for Christ. See, if I get the heart of Christ, the heart of God is not natural things. The heart of God is people. And once I get the people, God will add the natural things to my life. Oh, my God. He'll give me the wisdom how to attract natural things. Are you listening to me? We don't have the passion that we don't have the passion anymore. A passion is like almost an uncontrollable desire. My God, see, you know, I can't. Sometimes, you know, when I'm in the bed, I I can't help myself. Consequence: Every time I turn around, you praying there. I got a passion. Come on, I got a passion now. It has been reignited. See, some of us at a place now where we're comfortable. You don't stop scratching. You don't stop reaching for more. You don't stop growing. Now every problem is your problem. And you're always looking at your problem. You don't have compassion for the people who have your problem. And you don't see people the way God sees people. I want you to see this today. God said the picture is so much bigger than we actually we see. The, we're looking in a little small, narrow window. But the picture is broad. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. We want to focus. and We want to ignite and reignite this passion for Jesus Christ. To know him. I said to know him. And the power of his resurrection. But to know him. To get back in fellowship with him. Amen. It's one thing to be in relationship. But it's another thing to be in fellowship. See, if you're born again, you're in relationships. See, people sometimes intertwine the two, but they're different. You got relatives that you don't fellowship with. Amen? But they still related. Come on, somebody. See, he's trying to get us back into fellowship. Amen? See, just like you got a passion and a craving. For certain things, your flesh have a craving and a passion for something almost uncontrollable. That's why pornography is so deadly. Because it gets you to a place where you, it's uncontrollable. Even you don't want to see that picture, it f- pops up in your mind anyway. You got to switch the channel and start to have that same passion for the things of God, for Christ. An uncontrollable, almost unbearable, that's the definition, almost unbearable desire for something. Almost unbearable, almost you cannot help yourself. Come on. It's so strong. That's what we got to get for Christ. You know how when you try to get all sweets? I know how it did for me this go round. Like it did last time, I get all kind of headaches, everything happened. Almost an uncontrollable desire for it. Amen. Let's not have to be with Christ. Almost I cannot help myself but to worship him, to seek after his face. All that means his presence. Amen. To get into his word. 
singing praises to him. It's like I can't help myself. Amen. And I'm always thinking about it. And thinking about him, then he'll tell me, give me wisdom. This is what you need to do in the earth to succeed. This is what you need to do to get around this. This is who you don't need to hook up with. Are you listening to me? Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Now it happened as they went that he entered into a certain village. A certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Uh, I forgot this. Are y'all ready to welcome our Facebook fans in? Amen. On three, I can say this. We can say this, right? On three, come on in. Are you ready? One, two, three. Come on. Come on in. Come on. Let's welcome our Facebook fans in. And I need you to hit your share button. You got your phone, iPad, hit your share button. Everybody needs to share. Amen. You need to share. Amen. Now, now he says this. Uh, thank God for this written word, too. You know, so you can go back, you're reading it, you, you stop, then you can go back. Amen. Verse 38 again. That happened as they went that he entered a certain village, a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary. Everybody say Mary. Watch this now. Who also sat at Jesus' feet, and she did what? Hear the word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister left me alone to serve? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, you are worried, and you are troubled about many things. But one thing is needed for focus. One thing is needed to stay on this path of walking with God and developing a hunger or a passion for Christ. One thing is needed. You cannot get a passion for Christ for serving. You're only going to get a passion for Christ through the word of God. Are you listening to me? He said this one thing is needed and Mary made a choice to pursue this one thing. This one thing going to cause us to help and develop that passion for Christ. Are you listening to me? You see, once I develop that passion for Christ, I get the mind of Christ, then Christ will tell me how to balance my serving. Ah, oh, man, God, you got to catch this. See, some people don't know how to balance their serving because they, they don't have passion for Christ. They don't have the mind of Christ. They don't have the wisdom of Christ. So they're all balanced. So the number one thing, why he's saying it's nothing wrong with serving, but you got to get the mind of God first. See, when I get the mind of Christ, Christ will tell me how to balance my serving. It's all right to work. Nothing wrong with work. But the thing about it, sometimes we work and we don't suppose what places we're supposed to be working at. Sometimes we're doing things God didn't tell us to do because we don't have his mind. See, we don't have a passion for him. Amen. So he said, she had chosen this good part and would not be taken away from her. Now, we want to develop this, but this is the thing. You always wonder this. Why people treat us the way they treat us? Have you ever wondered when people do things and say things, why do they do what they do? They do not have a passion for Christ. They don't know God. Turn to John chapter 16. One of the greatest things we can do as believers to reignite that passion for Christ and restore and revive compassion for people. That's why a lot of believers don't care nothing about other people. They believe, but they don't know him. They don't have that fellowship with him. 
They don't have his mind, his heart. We got to develop a passion for Christ. Almost uncontrollable desire to know what he know. Come on, somebody. To act the way he wants us to act. To believe the way he wants us to believe. And do what he wants us to do. Are you hearing me? John chapter 16. Go there with me. Uh, John 16. Look at verse number uh, 1. These things I have spoken to you, that you shall not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogue, out of the church. Yes, the time is coming that whosoever killed you would think they offer God's service. It's here. And these things, underline this, these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. I want you to underline this now. Look at me. Look at me. This is the answer. You can stop asking yourself, why did they do that to me? Why did they say that to me? Why did they do this? What? Because they do not know the Father. They born again, but they do not have the mind of God. They don't have the passion for him. Therefore, they will not have compassion on you. I had that promotion, but yet they took it from me. Yeah, because they do not know the Father. I thought they loved me, but they left me because they do not know the Father. I see them in the praise and worship team, but when they get outside of the praise and worship team, we ain't talking about Antioch. Somebody said, we're not talking about Antioch. <laughs> say it like you mean it. We're not talking about Antioch. They get outside of the praise team. They don't speak to me. Why? They sing him, but they don't know who they're singing to. They don't know the Father. Most people know the God of the letter, but they don't know the God of the Spirit. That's why they can quote the letter, but they're not quoting it in a spirit of love, which is the spirit of the Father. I asked Pastor Gwen, I said, baby, I'm troubled. I said, I'm n- never really like trouble because always with me is, is what it is. That's how it is with me. 99.9.9 times that's how it is with me. Whatever it is, it is. I said, baby, why is it that so many pastors change wives? Why they can't just keep the wife? I asked her the question. And nothing against it. Ain't, ain't talking about anybody. I just, I was puzzled. I was in the mirror getting, I think it was Saturday morning maybe. And I was just looking, looking at me. And I said, Lord, thank you for my wife, right? I thank you. For, God, God I, 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 I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Why did they, why, Pastor Gwen said, somebody in a relationship don't want to change. I said, Lord, I thank you. And the Holy Spirit said, because really, they don't know the Father. They walked away, or they did what they did, because they really don't know the Father. They are treat you this way, Jesus said, because they neither know me nor the Father. They skill in the God of the letter, but they don't know the God of the Spirit. 
God is calling us to a place where we hunger and thirst. Not spooky. Not trying to be super spiritual. But just a doer of the word. Are you listening to me? And that is the wisdom of God. When I do the word, that's the wisdom of God. Of course, the word apply. That's what wisdom is. Uh, are you hearing me? So we got to get back. We got to get back. Somebody said we got to get back. God wants us to reignite and ignite a passion for Christ and revive and restore compassion for his people. The Bible said a letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. Jesus said the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. This Bible does no good if I don't take what's the letter, what's in the Bible, and put it in me and speak it out of my mouth. Then it would have authority and power. On the page, it has no authority, no power. Amen. No, it's, it's, see, see, this just words on a page until you get it inside of you. See, 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 the mentality is that, that that's why people that don't know him tell you, and I said, I didn't know him years ago. And I used to, I used to tell folk, listen, look, uh, you telling the truth? Now, then I, I go get my little New Testament. See, I used to carry a New Testament in my back pocket when I was little, right? I get my little New Testament, Brown Gideon. Y'all don't know about that. They just give it to you at school. Now they probably put you in jail if you had one at school. See, time done change. They'll give it to you when you went to school. Y'all don't remember that? Some of y'all old and I am. No, I like you don't remember that now. Y'all ain't that young. I look at your hair. Your hair gray like mine. Yeah. Some of y'all got to die. Some of y'all don't have none, but still. Come on. You, 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 you remember? They gave us a brown, green or brown Gideon, little New Testament. All what it had from Psalm to Revelation, I believe. They had an old covenant. I remember. And so what I tell them, because I knew the letter, I used to like Psalm and Proverbs and the gospel called they even rhyme to me. I was like 15, 16. So I didn't know. Sometimes you don't know what God is doing with you at that time to get you where he's trying to get you at. Because nobody in my family was pastor. Nobody in my family was preacher. Everybody was, you know, they was, they was something, but they want that. Guarantee you they weren't close to that. So, so I, you know, what would I know? But well, I used to keep that letter in my pocket. And so when I think somebody lying, I take it out. I said, now you got to put your hand on this. If you can put your hand on this, I'm going to believe you. They put the hand on still lie to me, lie right in my face. To cause the letter. Ain't no spirit behind it. They didn't know God, so there no spirit behind it. See, I used to believe like that. You know, get that Bible on the floor. Oh, get just the paper. Get, 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 get that Bible on the floor. Don't you be playing with the Bible. It's the paper. So trying to get you out of this, this why, this why we don't have no passion for Christ. Cause we still over here. We're still over here with the paper. We ain't took the paper and put it in our heart yet. We ain't took the words of God and put it in our heart. Come on, somebody. So that way our conduct ain't changed. Amen. So I wanted to get my, I had my permit. I want to get my driving license. So guess what I did? I got my Gideon. Put my permit in the Gideon. Put it on my pillow went to sleep. Next day I go and take the test and pass it. So next day I went to the test and pass it. Guess what? This is it. 
This gonna guide me now. I ain't read, you know, I used to read it, but I won't born again. You know, every time I wanted something, I would take to put it inside of the Bible. About 16, I want to ride up Pine Top Town. You know, because I want to get up there, because I know the boy has something to get high with, so I want to catch a ride. <laughs> Tuck the Gideon. See, God throw everything. See, don't play with me. Don't even play with me. Don't, don't you play with me. Don't you act like you're holy than holy today. Because you know that's how a lot of us thought. Get him. Get a ride up by tonight and get him. I'm getting some get out to get him. Get him. I'm about 16. I mean, I was young. So I'm telling the truth about me. Y'all, y'all, y'all know, you know, y'all ain't never did nothing no way, so I ain't talking to y'all. Talking about me. So I get him. And all folks who's in the hotel. Commend adultery and fornication. Get him right there in the draw. Won't no power to stop you. Matter of fact, two Gideon probably. Brown one and a green one. I thought Gideon had power. But I had no passion. See, I didn't get what was in the Bible inside of me. Change my conduct. Change my thinking. Change my character. That's how we're going to develop, watch this, that passion. We got to get off the pages into our heart, renewing our mind. Are you listening to me? Therefore, we all obtain the wisdom of God. And God will tell you the people you need to help. He'll tell you the area you need to serve in. Come on, somebody. Are you listening to me? <laughs> My God. You see, I may be in wherever, and I cannot get to my letter. But because it's inside of me. Uh, uh, let me get here. Because it's inside of me, I can't make it to my Bible. But I understand Psalm 91 and 7 says, A thousand may fall at my wayside. Ten thousand are dying all around me, but none of these evils shall touch me. Then I may be going through some symptoms and can't get to the letter. Come on, somebody. But it's inside of me. So by his stripes, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, 1 Peter 2, 24, Matthew 8 and 17. How do you know a pastor? Because I have a passion. I have a passion for Christ. I got it off these pages into my heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My God, my God, that I may know him. Remember this. When I'm talking about seeking his face and all that, we're talking about the presence of God. Amen. The presence means the state of existence, being there. It means being in attendance, not absent. So because God lives in me, listen to me good. Now, I got to have this revelation because I got a passion for him. You understand what I'm saying? I got a passion to have his mind, to have his thoughts, to know his ways. That's what we got to get back to because you're never going to have compassion for people. Why 
people treat us the way they treat us because they do not know the Father, nor the Son, nor Jesus. They don't have that fellowship. Are you listening to me? Now turn to Romans chapter 8, because this is what we got to know. We got to know, we got to stay focused on, you know, I got to have a passion for him. I got to know that I need to restore that compassion for people. Amen, somebody. See, first, I, gotta, I, gotta, I can't put the cart before the horse. That's what we've been doing. We've been telling people to help people, to uh, be kind to people. But they, 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 they can't do it if they don't know the Father. They don't have that intimacy with him. Are you, are you listening to me? They don't have the mind of Christ. Will we make decisions based on the word of God? Romans chapter 8, verse just now. Look at verse number 11. Romans 8 and 11. Are you there? Let me get it. Romans 8 and 11. It says this. I will skip for time's sake. 11 says... Uh, I want to get up here. But if the Spirit, are you there? Well, let's start at verse 9. How about that? But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Somebody said, thank God. Say it again. Say it once again. Watch this. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells, what about? What about? What about? Now, listen now. See, see once you start developing that passion for Christ, you're not going to be looking for God to show up. So you, you'll get out of the, see, so you got to get out of the old covenant thinking. Then I'm looking for a cloud. I'm looking for a goosebump. I'm looking for this. No, 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 no. He tells you that the same spirit that called Jesus to get up out of the grave is not in heaven. It's inside of you. So when you understand that, wherever I am, I'm not looking for his presence. His presence is an ever help. Present help. Present help. Present help. I mean, he's not absent. Present help in time of need. We got to stop looking for God and develop this passion to fellowship with him. Come on, to be intimate with him. Spend time with him. I want you to catch this. Until we do that, we're not going to treat his people the way we should treat his people. In our heart, our heart. Sometimes we know that jealousy there, that envy there. Come on, somebody. That unforgiveness there. We know it. But because we're so good to cover up things, churches, you know. Why? I can't just say Deacon James. Man, I apologize, man. I was wrong. Amen. I can say that because I know the God. The reason most of us ain't went and got it right with people because we really don't know the Father. We think we know him. We'll never be able to do and be in the earth what God called us to do and be if we don't develop this passion for Christ. And we don't get to know him in a special way. We'll always treat people like they're not valuable.
They go to church and they just cuss them out. Oh, what are you upset? They just don't know the father. Come on, man. Y'all get there. Y'all stop bugging out about that. I just saw him down there. Just don't know the father. Don't have that passion. See, if a believer don't respect God, they're not going to respect you. So if they don't submit to God, they're not going to submit to you. That's why I don't fuss people. I don't run people down. You, I ain't got some work. No, that means you're cool. Because God can't help you. I know I'm done. You just don't know the Father. You act like you do. You got all the right words. You got all the praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But inside, you know I can't stand you. You already know it. And you may ask yourself, why I'm feeling like that? I know I'm born again. Simple. You don't know the Father. Don't know the God. Don't know the Father. Don't have that fellowship on a consistent basis. God is going to speak to your heart and say, this is not of me. If you truly born again and you have a fellowship with them, not just relationship, fellowship, where you're able to hear You're like, this just ain't right. Amen. The Bible says, watch this, verse 11. Verse, uh, I was at verse uh, 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Somebody said, thank God. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells, what about? What about? Why are we singing Holy Ghost come on down then? That's a good song. Oh, we're just waiting for the presence of God to show up. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Either the Bible is true. Is it true? Or not? If he said the Spirit of God dwells in me, then I'm no longer looking for God in the law. I have God. I just got to develop that passion for him to fellowship, get his mind so I can operate in the earth the way he want me to. Not just you know, read the Bible every day because you want everything the spirit must line up with the word. We understand it. Come on, somebody. God says anything, God line up with the word. We understand it. Amen. But a lot of times, we done made it so spooky. No, 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 no. The God, the Bible says, the Spirit of God is inside of me. I just got to cultivate that passion for Him. Are you listening to me? Somebody said, Wherever I am, God is. Wherever I am, He is a very present help in time of need. The word presence just means a state of existence. That's all it means. Somebody said, you know, we sense the presence of God here. Yeah, because he's in, in attendance. He's not absent every time I show up. He's going to be there. See, he ain't absent when I show up because, come on, somebody, I don't have instruments. I don't have singers. 
The Bible says he walked with Adam. In the cool of the day. In other words, what it was saying, God was a present help right there with Adam. Adam had no instruments, no singers. But he talked to God, he walked with God, he communed with God in the present. Come on. Amen. Trying to get us back to a place where we can really know what he wants us to do. And then we can start now. Once we get out of ourselves, all of ours, being selfish, we can have compassion on people. How many people you see on a day-to-day basis and you know they don't know the Father, you don't say a thing to them? I'm always, God opened the door, I'm always getting somebody a flyer or speaking to somebody about Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, if we're going to develop this passion, God expresses himself, show up, he can show up, he can show up in a burning bush if he want to. Come on. Yeah, at the Red Sea, a cloud. God, listen, all he's trying to tell you is that I'm a present help in time of need. You just develop this passion for him. Are you listening to me? Now, we need to know, if we're going to have a passion for Christ, we need to know God's ways. I see it so many times and over the 20 some years I've been past, I've seen everybody want to have the power. Nobody want character. Everybody want to see folk fall out under the power. Don't mean nothing happens when folk fall out. You push folk down. I mean, you know, people can fall down on their own. I mean, don't mean no, no healing. You know, it's way beyond that. Outward actions always impress people. So a lot of times people don't look at character, they look at action. They think, you know, they must, boy, they show the walk with God. Show up with God. They got a big house, big car, all the money stuff. You must don't see the rappers on YouTube. You can never measure God by manifestation. Natural things. God is a spirit. Anytime you want to measure God, every package that He sent to you. If it's not wrapped in love, put a return address on it and send it back. <laughs> Got to be packaged in love. But you'll never have that love demonstrating your life if we don't get that passion for him. We don't, we don't develop his mind and his heart. Let's, let's check out, turn to Psalm 27. Let's look at some of his ways. Let, let, let's learn the ways of God. Amen. Psalm 27. I'm talking to people, and when I talk to people, and especially in counseling people, different things we do, I mean, I mean, you'd be surprised. Different people call, 
And, and Pastor Gwen and I just like that, though, because we kind of easy. Uh, they be saying, you know, the qualifications is always natural. It's never biblical. And you, you're a believer. See, I know why. They don't know the Father. That's why they don't this way. See, anytime you're more gravitated to the natural than the spiritual, you don't really know the Father. You may be born again and saved. As a born again believer, you got to understand spiritual things has a priority over natural things. Are you listening to me? Let me prove it to you. What if a man gained the whole world and loses soul? So that tell you my spirit is more important than my flesh. Look at verse 20, Psalm 27 and verse number 11. Are you there? <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you there? Let's read this on three. Uh, the first part of this verse before we get to end. Okay? See how we can follow instruction. All right? We'll stop right at Lord. Are you ready on three? One, two, three, read. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your what? Teach me your ways. Teach me the way you operate, Lord. Teach me the way you want me to live, O Lord. Teach me the way you want me to go, O Lord. Teach me the way you want me to treat people, O Lord. Teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Teach me. Somebody said, teach me. Turn with your, my Bible, because we've been Psalm. We're in Psalm. Look at verse uh, chapter 25 and verse 4. Chapter 25 and verse 4. Are you there? Show me your ways. Oh, Lord, teach me and show me your ways, oh, Lord. Show me your way again along with people, oh, Lord. Show me your way of loving people, oh, Lord. Show me your way of being married. Oh, Lord, show me your way to prosper. Oh, Lord, show me your way to increase. Oh, Lord, show me your ways. I'm positioning us now. I'm taking us down a path of passion now. This is how we're going to get there. I'm trying, I'm trying to take us there. I'm going to put us on the right path. But you got to keep going down that path. Are you hearing me? Show me your ways, O oh Lord, and teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are God of my salvation, and on you I will wait all the day. Teach me your way of doing things. Look at me for a minute. Watch this now. Why is it that we always want to do it our way, then ask the God who wants to teach us his way to help us in our ways? We want him to help us after we've done it our way. And he tells us, listen, I'm going to show you the way to do it. I'm going to teach you my ways. It, it's not but one way. It's his way. Oh, Pastor, go ahead. Or the highway. It's his ways. Are you listening to me? I, I think we ought to do it. Hold it. Put the brakes on. What is his way? 
Well, I, I'm going to tell you what daddy done told me. Daddy and them. Well, I always been taught, hold it, brakes on. Yeah, that's what mama said. Well, hold it. Is mama ways God's ways? If mama ways is God's ways, then I can follow mama ways because she's following God's ways. But if mama ways is not God's way, I can't follow mama ways because mama ways is not God's ways and mama ways is not going to be my way. Well, that's mama. And that's God. Who you believe? Who created the world? God or mama? Who created the universe? Mama or God? So I'm going to go with God. The ways of God. It's going to put us on this path to passion and compassion for people. I'm going to get to that next week. I'm out of time. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, put your hands together. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time right now. Amen. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support love and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost make disciples and enjoy life please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org